Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit. Stag. Man and his amazing friends. All right, Ryan, you ready for the best intro you've ever heard? Yeah. It's coming. I'm... Uh, did you write one out this time? Mm-mm. Okay. Big energy. Big energy, okay. Griffin. Okay. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Stegman <laughs> and his amazing friends. Mm-hmm. It's Ryan Stegman's podcast. Uh, sure is. Ryan, how are you doing this week? I'm good. Uh, I'm checking my email right now, so if you could uh, just continue with the show. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. No problem about that. You, of course, you, you know my voice. I'm Griffin, one of two supple boys that makes these shows on the Amazing Friends Network, joined by my fellow supple boy, Ethan. Hey, How's buddy. it going, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? But um, I'm, I'm great because we got a packed episode tonight, folks. Big we episode. got not one, but two Amazing Friends joining us this week. Uh, here with us tonight in the podcast studio that we all share, that we're yeah. all here together in right, right now, big old room, lots of microphones, very professional, is the uh, the creative team behind the current run of Harley Quinn. It's Ms. Stephanie Phillips and Mr. Riley yeah. Rossmo is making his triumphant return. Welcome to the show, guys. Oh, hi, guys. Hi, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having us. Big energy. <laughs> This is pretty big. Uh, Riley, Riley, stop drawing. The show started now. Started. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Riley, <laughs> knock it off. Knock it off, Riley. We all know how good you are. What are you sipping on, by the way? Is that a monster? Is that a this peace is, tea? This um, is Memories of the Future. Uh-huh. A, sour, a sour beer. Oh, you're drinking a beer? You're fair. <laughs> what are you drinking, Ryan? I'm drinking a bubbly. All right. Well, those are pretty good. It's from Ontario. I thought that if I was gonna, if I had a drink, I'd be the only one that had a drink. So I just didn't do it. It's funny. I thought about having one, then I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if, if it's in the air tonight. If I can now sense Ryan. Now it's just Riley. Riley's the only. Drink yeah. Now Ryan. Now now Riley's the alcoholic. We could start this Riley's over and just be four drunk people. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, give it another go around. Well, guys, um, Harley Quinn number one came out uh, just last month. It's fucking fantastic oh yeah uh you oh, both you. absolutely killed it and uh we're pretty excited to talk to you guys about it we also have some twitter questions that we're going to get into of course but um first i kind of want to know um how did you guys end up on harley quinn uh and uh, did you both kind of talk about it before were you handed to each other how did this all start we can uh we can begin with stephanie if that works yeah yeah um yeah i was doing harley quinn future state and then uh, i was asked to stay on for the ongoing and riley and i had worked on a wildcat short together and it just uh yeah i mean i don't want to put words in riley's mouth but i felt like it really clicked when we were working on it it was really cool and um and i think it was around that time riley and i were kind of working on something else um that didn't something yeah something secret Mm. (laughs) that 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 didn't go forward right away but uh while we were talking about it we were both like what character would you want to work on and riley was like oh i'd love to do harley quinn and so Mm. just uh yeah it kind of just worked out uh for both of our availability and we already Mm -hmm. knew we liked working together so yeah it was perfect nice riley what made you say harley quinn in that instance Well, Are you uh, drawing again? We Stop. couldn't do. We couldn't do uh, He's a I'm really working. There's this pose, and it's really getting me. Yeah, well, put this uh, away. This is like high school for me, where I couldn't stop drawing instead of listening. Wildcat went really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the secret I thing? Think. Do I know what that was? Okay, I'm not, I, guess I, I guess I do. I just don't remember at this point for some reason. It's the greatest idea of all time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. Jog your memory, Ryan. With the greatest character 
as well. Ryan, you don't remember I the greatest so. idea you ever heard. <laughs> I think I do. I think I do. Yeah. Uh, well, so we did we did a wildcat and it was really fun and that was just like, uh, do you want to do this? I think wildcat's cool. Script was cool. But when I first got the script, I read it as wildcats. Mm. Like Jim, like the editor who put us together on it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like really tired or something. The editor who put us together, he's like, I think you'd be really good for this. It's like, it's definitely up your alley. And I got the the script and I looked at it and I'm reading like wildcats. Like, I don't, what? And then it jumps into it and it's just people are using their first names and stuff. And I'm like. I, don't, I have no idea what Spartan's first name is. Like, what is who are, I have no like I have no idea who any of these things are. And then <laughs> there was boxing and stuff, and I was like, "Do the Wildcats box? Like, what is now happening?" Were you and, drawing uh, during then, the call when they pitched the project? To you? <laughs> he was reading and drawing at the same time. There was no there was no call accompanying it. And then I figured it out, and I was like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> collaborating, and then the other thing, is the thing that can't be discussed, because maybe it will be made someday, mm-hmm. um, was like a good sort of like creative, like making, was a good, like collaborating, even though it never went anywhere. Yeah. And I think I did a Harley, the last, like a, some, a short in the last issue of Harley at that point in time. And thought, oh, this is really fun. Something, something like that. And then, yeah. All right, Riley. Fun. We already know your origin story in <laughs> comics because you've been on the show before. Uh, tried to ruin the podcast, but we didn't. Let you. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, um, how long have you been working in comics? And can you give us like a, the quick rundown of your journey into comics? Yeah, um, about three years I want to say in comics um, I before that so I have a PhD in rhetoric and composition and Jesus. I was teaching wow. <laughs> yeah, fun <laughs> spent a lot of time in grad school to basically not use my degree for right, comics wow. <laughs> which is mm-hmm. which is great mm-hmm. uh, I, I appreciate that uh, but yeah I, I, kind Wait, of I just I need to interrupt really quickly yeah. really quickly you're a doctor mm-hmm. Ryan has a degree and I have a degree. And did any of our degrees help us? <laughs> no, my degree. Okay, no. Sorry, back to your secret origin. A sore spot for my for my parents who paid a lot of money for my education. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the trenches on that one right now. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Tell yeah. me, <laughs> Stephanie, you're like the most overqualified comic book writer of all time. <laughs> well, well doesn't time. like Big time. Amy Chu have a degree from MIT or something? Does, wow. And I God. think like Rick Leonardi <laughs> went to uh, an Ivy League or I, I don't know. There's a few secret secret Jeez. people in comics yeah. that, that have some weird yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love it. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, pretty so good. I, I don't know. I made the switch. Basically, I was doing ap- academic publishing, and I've written a lot of stuff outside of comics, but mm-hmm. I just, um, I guess, wasn't scratching the same itch, and I just, mm-hmm. I really love this stuff. I grew up with it, and um, I kind of fell in with some comic book ruffians, like uh, Ron Mars and Dan Jurgens and stuff. I met them, wow, yeah. um, and just... I don't know, a couple of them commented, like, why aren't you doing this? I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. What is it like Michael Scott declaring bankruptcy? Do you just, like, walk into a convention <laughs> hall and yell, I write comics? I, I don't really know what that process is. So um, I just started writing scripts and hiring artists. And the first thing I did ended up with Black Mask Studios and yeah. um, then moved to Aftershock, Top Cow and Image, and uh, made my way over to doing Wildcat with Riley, which I think was, my, yeah, that was my very first DC thing. Can I ask you, you said you grew up with the stuff and you already loved the stuff. What was the stuff that solidified the love for you? What's, what was your favorite stuff? Batman. It was, it was all, all right. Batman. Yeah, I, right. I grew up with the animated series, so I watched that as a kid, and it was Batman all so, day, every day. <laughs> yeah. This has got to be insane for you, then, considering Harley <laughs> Quinn's origins. This yeah. is, like, this is it, um, I imagine, especially where you, uh, where you leave the character in the, the end of this first issue here. Um, so, obviously, spoilers for Harley Quinn number one coming up here. Um, they had a month to read it. Yeah, yeah, no, I sure. agree. I agree, but you never know, Riley. I don't need to get fucking flamed in the comments section for That's being right. a dickhead that spoiled Harley Quinn number one for somebody, especially considering it's so goddamn good. 
go read it, people. Um, so at the end, of course, Harley's been kind of, she's always kind of bounced back and forth. She's towed that line between good and evil uh, plenty of times before. But here we sort of get a definitive, like, mission statement. She's going mm-hmm. to give Batman a hand. Uh, and I, for one, love that. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd love to know more about, like, one, you know, where do you guys hope that's going for Harley? And two, why is that the, the story that you've decided you're going to tell here in this story? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. first? Yeah, ladies first, right? Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I think so initially we took kind of the idea from Joker War where she actually kind of makes this this play, which I guess we can say spoilers for Joker War, but that's been yeah, even yeah, longer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, spoilers so for There's a hard cover of it. Venom has an axe now. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. Um, so, yeah, she, I mean, she kind of pushes to, to kill uh, Joker. She's just like, you know, screw it. I'm going to go do this thing that no one else has been able to do. I'm just really sick of it. And uh, I think she, as she starts making Gotham her home, she kind of has to both reconcile with how do you make it your home after everything you did there? And then also kind of her making that push to kill Joker um, mm-hmm. leaves her and Batman, I think, in a better place than they have been in quite a long time. So kind of getting to play with that was, was a lot of fun. And um, I really like her flaws. So getting to see her do something that she's not going to immediately be really good at is, I think, really yeah. cool and relatable. And when Harley fails, uh, I think it's more engaging and entertaining for the reader than, you know, somebody else. Because it's Harley. Like, she can try to go be a hero, but... Uh, you know, she's probably going to take like 10 steps backwards before we get one step <laughs> forward. So, yeah, 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 I, and I think that's absolutely. the fun of it. Totally. There's like a, there's like a humanity, like funny enough to this, uh, to this character that I think you bring in particular that makes her feel really ground level and really relatable. And I think that's really important, obviously. Um, Riley, Harley Quinn's also had a lot of really iconic designs. Um, mm-hmm. You've come up with a new one for this. You want to talk about the design process here? I also would like to know about the logo here. Did you do this? Or did somebody else come up with that? Uh-uh. I think it was Darren Robinson. Nice though, yeah. That's well, Darren Robinson idea. killed the game mm-hmm. because yeah. I love this logo. It's mm-hmm. super cool. Uh, and I think that he, he, I think he did what I was trying to do with the, with the costume is that it's like, it's new, but it's Harley. Yeah. And it's not Arkham Asylum, it's like it's sort of your Harley from the cartoon, and it's sort of the Harley from, um, which is like a, I feel like it's the ultimate. Uh, this is like a weird brag. It's like the ultimate <laughs> version of all the Harleys, like combined, like the synthesized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, totally. Like I tried to make it everybody's Harley, right? Like it's familiar but it's new. Yeah. And here's where I got pants Riley. instead of shorts. Riley, one of Riley's superpowers is that he is an unbelievable designer and yeah. probably one of the best in the biz uh, <laughs> and uh so yeah he he killed it on this design but definitely um, i'll go back to being a dick to riley now riley i can see your drawing stop it <laughs> you think you're getting away with it but you're not i see it the whole time you're not I really i'm stuck on panel two <laughs> Where did the pages Thanks. keep coming from? They're like being... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just keeps pulling them out. <laughs> he has an assistant outside that door that just... He opens the door and they hand them, him pages. Oh, he's got his own supple boys locked away in the closet that just keep handing him pages. Some people make podcasts for comics creators for free. Other people locked in their fucking closet organizing their pages as they just kind of blindly I mean it looks more like Riley's the one locked in the closet (laughs) I'm a little worried about that this is is actually a closet in his house did you know that (laughs) yeah I I think I did (laughs) yes that's one of the more amazing things no no window working in a closet Need some vitamin D if you can't mm, tell. Yeah, depress- depression is good for focus, sure. I guess. <laughs> it is. It's the, yeah, drawing's the one way to feel alive. You got nothing to do. <laughs> okay. So um, listen, I, I was thinking about the process, is that I feel like yeah. Stephanie's the director, and mm-hmm. I'm the cinematographer. It's like mm. where you ask where the, the story and stuff comes from, is that the ideas come, and then... I like process them the best way visually and then send them back and this and then 
we talk it out. I feel like. Love that, man. Yeah, that's, there's lots. There's lots and lots of talking it out. There is. That's similar <laughs> to how Donnie and I work. Is like, the ideas are thrown out there, and then they kind of like morph, and we. I so like I get to see. I think that it helps me, and I, I'm sure you feel the same. That because we talk about it so extensively, that by the time I get the script, I already have it in my head of what's going to happen and I can already visualize it so like right when I pick it up I'm like oh yeah this is that page that we thought about you know two months mm -hmm. ago mm -hmm. would you agree with that Riley? yeah see this is why you're always such a great interview Riley you're just you're just brief you're breezy you're to the point I think it's like Stephanie does the underdrawing and then I finish it and then bounce it off her and then like Ivan inks it. Right. Mm -hmm. So how so how loose are the scripts loose or are they pretty tight or but you just have talked about right. that point? I think that they're I don't know, like are, do you write them mostly the same for everyone else except there's panel numbers? Um, I, I think I've gotten looser with you the more we go and especially the more that you and I talk, Riley, they they definitely mm -hmm. get looser. Um, I I do write tighter, like, you know, panel breakdowns for other people, but um, I think mm. also because we talk so much and then there might be things in there like I think in one of the last scripts there's a note something like oh yeah like like this thing that we talked about together or yeah, you know yeah. something mm. like that um, you know and getting I think the more we get on the phone too it's like uh, you know as we're headed into different arcs of the story we'll talk before going into them and um, so I get to get some feedback, like things like that. I know Riley is super excited to draw. It's like, okay, cool. Then we get to do like more of this or build in something else and kind of taking that. So it's, I think really helpful to have that beforehand and makes mm. writing the script, I think easier just cause I kind of already know like where your head's at on stuff, Riley. So then I get to kind of go and just put it to the page and give it a little bit more structure and, yeah. uh, yeah. Well, do you do you feel like when when you turn the script into somebody else, like you know they don't do it much, as good as me? How much we talked about what Harley's Harley's wearing in issue four for that thing? Say that again. In issue four, you know when Harley yeah, does the yeah. thing that scares the guys. Yeah, we talked about like a lot. Yeah. There's like this one panel, and sometimes I feel like I appreciate that you're willing to talk about something that's like a one panel and we talked about it for like, <laughs> like a month like how to execute this just right. is like dumb right. thing and well i mean i don't Spoilers, think it's dumb because it's going to be really cool <laughs> right. mm -hmm. there's a couple are of we things recording video five, too wild. oh man Fuck yeah. are we recording video or just audio just audio just audio just audio show it to us riley <laughs> yeah I'm, Do it. I'm a little worried about uh, oh okay <laughs> It's, it's really one. cool. It's really awesome. This is a this is a rare thing, though. I mean, I've been working in, and Riley has for a long time too. But uh, to have this kind of rapport with the writer uh, is very rare, it's, at least in my career. I mean, I I got along with everybody, but um, just to be able to like you, talk. You don't to think it super often becomes like a super tight thing? Yeah. No. No. Interesting. No. And, and I mean, it changes the way you write the write the scripts, like because Riley and I have worked together, and I, and I mean also just how much we work together too. I think you know now mm, I yeah. I think we get a feel for each other, and it loosens up the script and makes the script right. way more tailor made for Riley. Yeah, mm -hmm. very nice. Yeah, and then and there's Riley just a lot of trust. Kind of, he kind of needs something tailor made for, <laughs> for a while. So uh, oh, so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's we're high. silhouette with those elements. Mm -hmm. make someone else's silhouette mm -hmm. I but i wanted that. to make a full-on costume out of it not just like a yeah i've seen that know, i've like seen that one finished not a mishmashed mm -hmm. kind of thing but like an actual costume like yeah. a derivative of that other person yeah. we just couldn't make it work well i can but tell i you really that. wanted to make it work so it's just like every few <laughs> days i was like but what if it was like red vinyl <laughs> I can tell you this. I think Twitter's gonna blow up when they see that shit. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people, love people that. are really, people are really gonna love that for sure. Um, do you say uh, Ivan? I don't want to botch his last name. How do you pronounce his last? Placencia. Placencia. Yes. Placencia. Um, do you say he's inking it as well? No. He's the, he's the <laughs> conceptual 
Okay, so if I'm the cinematographer, he's yeah. Stephanie's the, the director. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was like, yeah. he's the colorist. I thought uh, I thought I'd heard Riley say that he was coloring or uh, inking it as well. Just a minute. No, ago. somebody. Have you talked about that yet? That no, I think it's in the solicits though on issue four. Yeah, issue four is. solicits, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Jay's inking. Jay yeah. Leaston is inking it. Oh, Which is insane because Riley's stuff is so crazy, but I've mm. seen the the way that nothing. it's inked and You've it's really cool. Nothing of it. What's that? Well, yes, I have. I've seen all of it, Riley. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. You saw all of King in Black, and I wasn't even too. I left it in the chat. I wasn't even. I wasn't even pulling it out of the chat. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> Somebody gets access to this chat, we're all going down. <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, Ivan's colors are fucking insane on it as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, that's true. He's, yeah. he's absolutely killing the game. And while we're at it, Darren Bennett's lettering is also like fantastic because Harley is a very animated character in between Stephanie's writing and, of course, Riley. Your pencils are so fluid and just the fucking best for this sort of thing. Um, and then the, the color palette, uh, along with. Some uh, some really animated lettering it just makes for I don't know a fantastic. That's kind of, that's kind of what I was thinking because I I think you and you and D Dubs uh, Daniel Warren Johnson you guys have a similar thing where your art just looks animated and 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 so the, like between that and and also how the issue is written this does feel like uh, just like if the animated series got to really cut loose with, with in this direction and I think that that's a really really cool feel for this book. Well, that's what I was mm -hmm. going to say is that the, the stuff that Jay is inking that I haven't seen, I guess, uh, <laughs> is... Um, You're really not friends with me out, or Jay, right? Yeah, really yeah. brings out the cartooning uh, that Riley does, yeah. which makes it, like, I don't know. It, I mean, I, I know that he's a great cartoonist, but there's something about seeing it that way with that, like, sort of... Because Jay's line is extremely commercial, whereas Riley is, like... Well, we, we always joke that he's inking with a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay's is real clean and very commercial, and it just it, it really brings to life like the animated appeal. That's cool. I'm excited to see that. Harley yeah. Quinn's blowing the fuck up, by the way. Like ever since uh, you know, obviously she was huge, and and then Suicide Squad happened, and it's like holy shit. And Birds of Prey didn't get the love that it deserved last year, especially as it was like on the cusp of the pandemic. It just like felt like it got totally swept away. Uh, but that said, that movie fucking rocks. I was about to uh, say, are you guys we're fans of Birds of Prey? Because I love that movie. That movie's <laughs> sick. Yeah. Talk like about uh, great design elements. Um, Absolutely. That movie's got some fantastic design. Uh, she's going to be in Suicide Squad this summer. There's a Suicide mm -hmm. Squad game coming out this summer. And we got a killer run from this incredible team right here. I don't know what more That's Harley right. Quinn fans could fucking ask for this year. Um <laughs> We got a bunch of Twitter questions. Is it time to get into Twitter questions, Ryan Stegman? Yeah, that's the cool. The host of um, this podcast. Real quick, I just wanted to say, Stephanie, didn't you do a... Were you writing Rick and Morty also? I, I did, yeah, with, with too, Ryan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Ryan Lee. Yeah, Ryan Lee, friend of the show, friend of me, <laughs> friend of Riley. Uh, friend of us. We're good yeah, friends well, with they, Ryan Lee. That came out... What a couple, <laughs> well, you guys are adjacent. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll take it. We, um, <laughs> that came out a couple months ago, but I just wanted to plug that because that was really cool. We all loved uh, what Ryan did on that issue, yeah. too. And I'm, I'm hoping he does more, but it yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah. What about yeah. before we I, get I, past I think that, that's too? Super exciting. The other thing I was going to say was, too, because Griffin's talking about the, the insane amount of Harley Quinn stuff out there. Stephanie, you wrote the, the Harley and Ivy story in that Batman Urban Legends uh, issue that came out recently, which I loved. I thought it was, I thought it was adorable. And I really, really love like seeing. I love that element of the two of them that's been getting explored more and more recently. Uh, I wanted to really quickly ask you: Was that was were you tasked with what that story was, or was that did you bring that idea to that book um, of that story? I actually brought that one to them. So right. I, I mean, I, I gave them a couple ideas, uh, but I mean. I, I was pretty upfront that I really wanted to tackle the Ivy element. Just, yeah. um, you know, you only have so much room in an issue, and it's like it would have been, I think, like maybe a prelude or some part of issue one, but getting to yeah. have that kind of mini story, like I think it came out a week before issue one. So getting to have right, that right. room was, I think, really cool to kind of lead into um, dealing with some of the other elements in issue one, and then obviously still having something come up in issue one with the Pam 
um, right. kind of her like apology mission with Pam. So um, right. kind of still getting to have that in there. I think it, it made it more impactful to have like her little story with looking for Ivy beforehand. So. Definitely. Yeah. If anybody hasn't read that, definitely as a supplement to Harley number one, definitely go read that in Batman Urban Legends number one. It's, it's really a really great little story. Also, Absolutely. also, you should tell everybody about Butcher of Paris too. I was telling Ryan about it today. Yeah, it sounded cool. Oh, about Butcher of Paris? Uh, yeah, that uh, Dean Kotz and I worked on with Dark Horse. It's about a serial killer mm-hmm. in Nazi-occupied Paris. And it is uh, dark, but it's based on a real story. And uh, just one of those stories that I heard and kind of couldn't get out of my head. And uh, Dean Kotz and Jason Wordy just absolutely killed the art on it. It is, it's gorgeous. Awesome, yeah. I like that it's the true storyness of it makes it that extra, like, yeah, yeah this sounds a little like From Hell, which really, that, that book has always stuck with me. I, I definitely want to read this. Yeah, from, mm-hmm. from Hell, I always liked like the research. Like I, I think the edition I have has all these like notes in the back, and I kind of wanted to make sure that I was still doing the story justice. So like, you know, you have five issues, but the amount of research I had, like, I don't know, maybe I, I'm, I'm definitely not getting a supplemental research version of, <laughs> of right. Butcher of Paris, but I, <laughs> like a lot of what I did with the real life characters, because I don't, I don't like putting words in people's mouths, um, except for one person who was just a straight up horrible Nazi and I didn't mind making him horrible. So, um, but other than that, like I usually don't like putting words in people's mouths. So I tried to find transcripts and newspapers that I could translate and make sure a lot of what these people were saying was actually said um, and yeah. really only included the, the real life characters that I felt like I could have them say something that I wasn't just like extrapolating or making something up completely wild and have it, you know, an ancestor come find me and be like, they would have hated popcorns. Damn it. It's horrible. Blasphemous. Ethan, did you, have you read that one? I haven't gotten to that one yet. No, I have a little list of her. We did of, it. Of, of, <laughs> I found yeah, a comic that Ethan hasn't read. Something I haven't read. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have my little list of Stephanie's stuff that I've read here, and I, that's on my list of things to get to. So I'm very excited to crack open awesome. that one. Mm-hmm. And it has super sweet covers. Yeah. yeah. From Dave Johnson. They're very, very, very cool. All Dave right. just sent super me another books. cover right before getting on this. He's doing a cover for another thing I'm working on with uh, Peter Krause, and it is. Man. Oh, you're working with Peter Kraus? Yeah. Peter's awesome. Yes, I love He's working really with artist. Peter. He's great. So, um, yeah. So oh, we'll yeah. we'll have some more Dave Johnson covers. <laughs> are you? Awesome. Are you? You don't have to say where you are, but are you in that like Minnesota area? No, I'm in uh, Buffalo, New York right now, but I'm okay. from Florida, so I'm moving back. I'm in the process of moving back to Florida right now, so <laughs> I'm in Buffalo nice. temporarily. So you're moving at the the time when buffalo is going to get nice so you, yeah. you waited out the winter and now you're going back to <laughs> right exactly <laughs> i've got it all figured out <laughs> um heading into the questions real quick though rightly this batman bit is fucking awesome yeah, yeah that was cool I, yeah. I, I don't remember seeing that page but uh i'm sure i did because i see all the pages riley shows me everything <laughs> dc take note <laughs> Just like to make me sweat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> me and Ryan Lee, you just like find that a, button. This is like a constant struggle where they're like, they'll like put in a drawing and then they'll take it out of the chat. And I'm like, why did you take that out? And they're like, I don't know. Like, we're not allowed to show this stuff. And I'm just like, who's going to know? <laughs> no, I don't do that. Well, apparently yes, now do. a lot of people are going to know. Yeah, if you keep snitching on your friends. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you this. Dan King Johnson's of Black no looks really good. Huh? I love it. <laughs> you All King of Black. All King of Black is good. Yeah. yeah. You've seen mm-hmm. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Marvel Comics. People have read it. We've talked about it a little bit on the show. Yeah. Twitter questions are pretty good, don't you think? I think Michael so, yeah. Benoit starts us off with a fun one. What is Harley's favorite band and favorite podcast? <laughs> uh, I think we all know her favorite podcast. Uh, Stegman and Friends. Yeah. It's Ryan Stegman and his amazing friends. Would Harley listen to true crime stuff about things that she did? 
Absolutely. It's kind of funny for her. Yeah. 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 What about bands? Uh, well, I think I feel like uh, Jimmy and Amanda did a good job of bringing in a lot of Blondie-influenced stuff. Ooh, and that's uh, in one of the animated movies, she does karaoke of of um, hanging on the telephone. So I feel like it's been established that she likes Blondie. I feel like there's like a 70s rocker, like a Joan Jett vibe going on yeah. with her. Uh, totally. Riley, I know I know heart. you've thrown out. Oh yeah, Heart, Heart's a good one. You had some Can good ideas. Can you confirm Breeders? With me, can you confirm that Harley does in fact hate ska music? <laughs> <laughs> Would this Harley a, hate ska? This is a point of contention between me and Riley. He likes ska and I dislike ska mm. intensely. <laughs> That's true. Oh man, that yeah, calls for Let's, Let's make Harley's attitude towards it canon right now. <laughs> wow. Right now. Harley likes L7 and Bikini Kill. Yes, Bikini Kill. Mm. Like Bikini Kill. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we did make a whole Spotify playlist uh, at some point nice. of, of Harley. Uh, though, Riley, I know you had some to, to add on there and that I don't remember, but, but he, they were all good. The technology oh. of Riley adding something to a playlist sounds like something that would never happen. <laughs> I know he didn't do it because he didn't ask me how to do it. <laughs> that's, that's true. Jesus. Uh, I don't know if she listens to podcasts. I don't know. You gotta have a little downtime sometimes. Sometimes you're jamming and sometimes you're just looking to kind of chill out. You really think no? Okay, she Not likes a one? All, all killer, no filler. Mm. That's and, with serial killers. That's good. Very nice. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Supernatural with Ashley Flowers. Oh yeah, she would like that. That's she a good like call. That. I That's bet she good would one. like Supernatural stuff. Cause she she's too into like serial killing. That's like, you know, like work. Like sometimes <laughs> I don't I don't like to listen mm. to a lot of comic book podcasts sometimes because it feels like work. Oh. It, it so flips over it. to work. I get like all interested and then I'm like. I start like looking at stuff and get focused on how I'm drawing and what somebody's career path is or what they were looking at, and then it's not fun anymore. All of a yeah. sudden, I'm like, I'm see, the nice thing about being as big a nerds as Ethan and I is that we can consume an endless amount of comic book content, and it really doesn't even fucking phase us. Not a one no. bit. Read comics, no, right. listen <laughs> to the podcasts, watch yeah. the movies, talk about them for uh, hours on end. It turns out, and uh, be fine. Still going. So. Stephanie, uh, real quick, I just want to tell you something that these guys did. Um, they recut. He always brings this up. Why do you this always so crazy tell everyone? <laughs> this is so crazy. They they recut uh, Spider-Man Three, the Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. Like completely recut it and made it an and entirely and according new according movie. According to our fans, we have fixed it. We fixed it. <laughs> what element did you cut out, or like, are you adding? All right, things? let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. So <laughs> I, I've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm freezing. Well, the biggest <laughs> sin of the movie is that Sandman killed Uncle Ben, so that's gone. That whole sub thing is gone, right? We cut out okay. all the bits of Peter being an asshole before he gets the black suit, so that when he does, it's more of a marked change. We cut out some of the cringier shit that people don't like. Listen, it's a lot of little tweaks, but it really goes a long way. Riley, put it back. Put it back. back. Keep it, like Riley. here. What, how, how long did this project take you guys? It actually, I actually did it in a night. Uh, and yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought it but took longer. I've then redone no, it. No, we're just redone it. But that it's got, okay. it's got well, that some Ben Wyatt energy to it. Like, could a depressed yeah, person yeah, yeah. make this? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Fuck yeah. That was a good time. That was a good time. I'm just sitting up in my bedroom like, Spider-Man 3 recut? Spider-Man yeah. 3 recut. Fuck yeah. It's also worth noting, just while, just while we're while the spotlight is on us, one of the questions that we got that's not really a question is a guy just saying, "Hell yeah, the Supple Boys are back." Nothing about the rest of you guys. Just the <laughs> yeah, two fuck of us. yeah, so, we are. Yeah, yeah, somebody asked me on Instagram when we were coming back. I was like, "We've been out," and then I looked and I was like, "Oh yeah, we haven't been releasing episodes." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There haven't been any episodes. That's a good right? point. No. Uh, listen, folks, on, just while we're on the topic, the podcast, it's coming out. It's happening. This is actually, like, we got, like, two or three in the can now as we're recording this one. Like, this one's going to come out. Issue two of Harley Quinn's already going to be out when, uh, when this one drops because that is coming out the 
7th, I believe, uh, uh-huh. in April. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So this will definitely be out um, after that. So go pick up Harley Quinn number two, you fools. It's already out. Go read it and enjoy this podcast knowing full well what happens after this issue and knowing that it just keeps getting better. Yes. Uh, Tyler Jenis has an, uh, uh, an episode. Tyler Jenis made a whole episode for us. Uh, he's got a question. Jim Lee famously called Harley Quinn the fourth pillar of DC Comics. My question for the both of you is who would be the fifth? Uh. <laughs> Jared Leto's Joker, specifically? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, please, then. No contraire, my little fish stick. Is that what he says in the Snyder Cut? Yeah, yeah, yeah Ryan, did you still not get, do you still not I'm watch not the epilogue? I'm not going to watch any more of it. I did that oh, as a favor to Donnie while he was here. <laughs> it's the come dumbest on, part man. of the movie. You have to watch it. All right. I guess I do want to see the dumbest part. Of the- Riley, did you watch the Snyder Cut? I thought Kenny watched it for us. He for did. Us. I watched it, too. Oh, my gosh. It took me three sessions I heard it was four hours long. I, yeah, I'm I enjoyed for your Suicide Squad too. I enjoyed it like I enjoyed <laughs> that I I felt like it was an insane person putting something together. In that so should I spend four hours? Did you watch it, Stephanie? Should I spend four hours watching it? I didn't watch it. I I I went in. I think the first five minutes and immediately questioned my decision five minutes in and decided to do something else well, with five- my life. <laughs> Five minutes, you didn't even get to see the end of what happened to Superman's scream. It was still going. What happened to the scream? Where did it, it go? Was, there's something enjoyable about it, and I don't know what it was, because I don't think it was the craftsmanship. craftsmanship <laughs> no, see, I, I think it. it is. I, I think it. I think it's the craftsmanship, not, not so far as, was it good? Mm-hmm. But it was pretty definitively Zack Snyder, and so my man... <laughs> made his movie i guess yeah uh, he, he I, sure I like did. 300 and i like uh dawn of the dead right nice those are my Zack snyder those are the Zack snyder movies for me you don't me like too. watchman oh that's fine i thought watchman was fine also i didn't think it was yeah. spectacular or anything Stephanie, so watchman. i don't know four hours it aged better for me i think i liked it less when it came out and then i liked i i think i watched it <laughs> As I got older, like years and years later, and I was like, oh, I, I actually like this more than I remember liking it. So it's pretty good. Maybe I'll watch that instead of the Snyder Cut. It's a good show. Sure. <laughs> Are you going to watch the ultimate three hour cut? Of, of the, the Snyder Cut is basically like a full season of a show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like that's and you how can long watch it, it like that. Like, it's split up into parts. That is kind of how I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like fun, and you had a great time. time. Great time we is strong. <laughs> okay, okay. Swamp the fifth thing? pillar. So, so Swamp the thing. yeah, the the fifth pillar of DC is. You think more than Zack Flash? Snyder himself? More than Green I Lantern? Like, I like Swamp. Aquaman. Thing. Oh, you're just saying for you. <laughs> for you That's personally? Oh, if we, if we're yeah. saying us personally, like I mean, Green Arrow, but uh, mm. I think if you're talking like about what the company's making money off of, Joker. Just it makes right. sense. That's the right answer. That is right. Sure. Not not that I like that answer, but <laughs> mm. I, I like the character that tried to kill Joker, but um. <laughs> um and just so we're all clear, Jared Leto's Joker, yes. Jared Leto's yeah. Joker specifically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that made Hot Topic a lot of money at least. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. It's weird how they him. said Yes. I'm yes. shut up, Griffin. I'm gonna slot in my own question here. Uh, <laughs> forget the Twitter people. Uh, Not approved. You got, <laughs> Stephanie, you got to work on some of the DC Digital First stuff, which Griffin and I have talked about on our own show. I, I think that's such a cool model, and I've really enjoyed those coming out. Um, did some Superman. That that's fucking cool. And then Sensational Wonder Woman has been really awesome. I really liked what you did there do you have more that you want to do with wonder woman because that wasn't your fifth pillar but i thought you did really cool work with her so i'd be excited to see if you had more yeah uh, i mean yeah she's she's one of the first three uh yeah oh yeah okay yeah that's true (laughs) and the fifth one let's talk (laughs) she's she's the third fourth in my head it's superman batman jared leto's joker that's the three so i (laughs) oh yeah yeah shit (laughs) yeah uh, yeah, I, I'm coming back to the Sensational Wonder Woman title, I think, June or July. Oh, cool, um, So okay. I've done some more of that. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I can't, uh, I can't talk too much about other stuff coming out this year, but I, I like Wonder Woman and might be doing some more cool stuff with her. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we've talked about the digital first stuff with Mr. Kenny Porter, who did a Superman mm-hmm. Man of Tomorrow issue, and it was super awesome. And yes, that platform is really interesting. Um, we got a question from Tina from Paramore. I doubt, like, the band? Probably not. But uh, two cool questions. I don't think there's a Tina in Paramore. <laughs> I'm be honest, I couldn't name all the members of Paramore. Yeah, so but. for all we know, there could be. I'm just going to start telling it. people. All right, never mind. It's canon. She is from the band Paramore. No shit. <laughs> okay. Unless you can disprove it. <laughs> Two questions. Since Harley is now officially part of the Bat family, who is her favorite and least favorite Bat family member, and why? Mm. Mm. Damien? I was about to say the same. Damien's probably a little prick, right? <laughs> wow. I think they would Would she hands. like that, though, because he's so chaotic? <laughs> <laughs> I think she'd want to like... I don't think she likes any of them except for Batman. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think she'd want to kick Damien across the room. <laughs> Maybe Babs. She might like Babs, too. Mm. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, also, Tina from Paramore, the band officially confirmed, <laughs> is wondering what was the first thing she made with her shiny new bat toaster? Mm. Toast? Can you make other things with it? Oh, I guess it's true. Pop-tarts? Pop-tarts. 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 What, what, what flavor Pop-tarts? The wild berry ones? Yeah. The colorful shit. That's the, the mm-hmm. best flavor. Listen, I kind of like the wild berry ones, all right? I don't know yeah, if that you was would. facetious or not. <laughs> My, mine was a very serious comment. That is the best flavor. Right. Yeah, f- okay, well, fuck yeah, Team Wildberry. I'm down. <laughs> what other kind are people eating? Because it's wrong. Ah, dude. I got a roommate that loves the brown uh, brown sugar cinnamon ones, which are like the plainest fucking pop tarts, right? What's what about s'mores? Step the, step the fuck off! I love those ones. <laughs> the s'mores, the s'mores ones slap. I gave my son pop tarts the other day, and I honestly, as I handed it to him, and I, I looked at what this thing was, and then thought about what was in it, I felt like I was abusing my child in some way. <laughs> Like, this can't be good for you, but I had when I was a kid. There was, like, two weeks there where I bought, I don't know, I just, like, snapped, and I was leaving work, and I saw the Pop-Tarts, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get a big box of Pop-Tarts, and I put them in my freezer, because uh, they were like, you can freeze the Pop-Tarts, and I was like, well, this one's pretty good. But why? So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Why not, Ryan? <laughs> why not? Why are you so against change, hey, Ryan? Hey, Griffin, I got news for you. You Here's can freeze space. anything. Here's that shelf space. <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, you could freeze your cell phone, Griffin. Did you know that? Well, why would I freeze my cell phone, Ryan? So why I don't not, have to Griffin? remind you about your podcast. Well, what? Why? Like, I, I don't understand your logic of somebody told me you could freeze it, so I put it in the freezer. I don't fucking know, Ryan. Did you just eat like it a then? toaster? No, it's like a yes. toaster. Yes. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, it's I fine. just never thought I about this. I never thought about doing it, and then the Did, box told me you could do this, and I was like, Good idea, Box. I'd never thought of that. Did you eat it frozen? Yes, and it was good. <laughs> All right. You can also run them over with a car. Yeah, that's true. Were, which is what I should have <laughs> done. Because can. then what ended up happening was I would have, like, I would open the package, and of course there's two in each package. And I'd say, All right, well, I'm going to have one. Eat the one. I'm like, Well, obviously, I'm, that's a lie. I'm eating both of them. And then it turned into every night for like two weeks, I was eating Pop-Tarts literally like right before I went to bed. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so bad. And you're like, why isn't why the episode that we have somebody with a PhD <laughs> on the call, we're talking about Pop-Tarts for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, if it I says anything about the degree, about... I'd love to pop- talk about Pop-Tarts for 20 minutes. <laughs> I have to tell you guys a quick detour story about running stuff over with the car. No. I, I was trying to make these things that had... Um, they had uh, chopped almonds in them, and I only had mm-hmm. real almonds. And so what I did was I didn't I don't didn't have a food processor at the time. I do now because this was a couple weeks ago, and I decided after this experience <laughs> that I was going to get one. I put them in a bunch of Ziploc bags and then just drove over it in the car repeatedly. 
<laughs> and it worked. <laughs> you guys should see Ryan smile right now. He's so proud of himself. Aaron, well, I was so proud because Aaron was like, why would you you do not do that? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Now I'm just going to do it just to see. And it worked, so I won. You could have used a hammer or a knife. And then as I fed them to people, I, they were like these little treats. I'd be like, hey, by the way, I ran these over with my car. <laughs> All right. Good. Continue. What's, every, what's everybody's fourth pillar of Pop-Tarts? <laughs> <laughs> cherry? Yeah, cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Um, Inaki's got a, a question for you here. Um, talking about the Harley Quinn playlist that you put together, he says that he imagines MCR or Creeper. Or some something along those vibes. Do you concur? I don't know what those are. And right. My Chemical Romance, <laughs> and that's probably a result of <laughs> him being a li- listener of this show and Donnie mm-hmm. being involved in this show, because Donnie, Donnie is My Chemical Romance, right? Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, okay. he is. Um, sure. He's also wondering if that playlist is public. If you guys have shared that uh, somewhere, if there's a link to it. It is public. I guess we can, we can reshare the link. I think we have some stuff yeah. to add, but it, it's definitely nice. more along the like heart, blondie <laughs> route. Uh, but Kevin, whose playlist is my personal playlist, it's called Just Kevin, and it's a picture of him looking sad that that Riley drew on my yeah. Spotify. <laughs> it's, it's my emo playlist, and it does have oh, my chemical yeah. romance. Ooh. It's uh oh here you guys can see the picture. It's. It's just Kevin looking sad. He looks really emotional. I love that. <laughs> that one, All that right, I say I say share them both, and we'll retweet them <laughs> on the show page. It's pretty good. Um, Dominic has one for Riley. How often do you erase a whole page because the flow of it is just not working? Um, once every issue or so. Yeah, whole page isn't a thing that you do much, but the the amount that he will fight with a um, with a panel is pretty impressive. Uh, some people some people tweak it and like erase it and like adjust things, and I just do it again and again and again and again and again until it's the right thing, like the whole thing. Well, that's what he. So what he's been drawing on that pa- that well, you had a sheet earlier that you were drawing on, and it was just a full page of the same pose, just in different ways. Yeah. That's an insane person's uh, way of working, but... (laughs) Well, in issue one, that um, page, just before that, the montage of Batman fighting, there's a page of Batman jumping down into the crowd of people, like, that are brawling. I redid that one, like, right from the ground up. And it was just because this, like, rib cage wasn't tilted enough up or something. Like, it wasn't the... It was low angle, but it wasn't, like, flowing. So... I don't know. I've done it a few I remember times. When I did it, it was, with that. It was low angle, but it it was like skewing into straight on and. Yeah, and that page, last page of issue four, I did a couple times too. Like I finished it, and then I was like, "Nah, this is not dynamic enough. It's like it's fine, but it's not the best." Mm-hmm. So, every issue or so, every couple issues. Gotcha. Um, we have several questions asking about. Poison <gasps> Ivy. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if she's showing up in the book, she's Stephanie. Been in the book. Sorry. When? Yeah. Why? What issue? What panel? We need to know these things. What will she say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she exactly. says Wildberry Pop Tarts are the best. Oh wow! <laughs> yes. <laughs> team right. Wildberry. Ivy's on the. Ivy's on the team too. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. Novak is wondering what is the most challenging thing about telling a Harley Quinn story. Hmm. Most challenging? Um, I don't know. I guess uh, having to be funny if you don't feel like it. Mm. <laughs> like if you're not in the mood, but a script is due and you have to come up with a joke. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I redo a lot of the dialogue just because if there's a day I wrote it and uh, mm-hmm. it was like, wow, that's a really stupid joke. Like, even for me, all of my jokes are stupid, <laughs> but that one was, like, real stupid. 
um, nice. something like that. So messing with those, but um, I don't know. I feel like I, I have a lot of empathy for Harley and I actually feel like writing a Harley Quinn is easier for me than writing some of the other scripts I write. So, um, you All know, right. what, whatever that says about my mental state. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Riley, did, uh, did Harley pose any particular challenge for you in adapting your style to her world? Um, no, I feel, I, think, I feel like it was a really good fit. Like, yeah, I think so. An unexpected. Like, the only thing that I've written and drawn myself entirely was a Harley short. And, um, yeah, it was, I, she's very fun to draw. Well, you, you, you've been pushing your acting with her and i think mm -hmm. that's the, kind of the key to what you you know yeah. what you do so it's and she's she can emote more than other characters i feel mm -hmm. like and it's it's not um off-putting so she can mm -hmm. she can be over the top but um kind of like what stephanie was feeling is that she's i feel like we're dealing with her she has big emotions and big feelings and she overacts but um she's a normal person sometimes too that does that like I like the range is that she can be totally over the top and super like dramatic, but um, in each issue I try to have a few moments where she's not like like contrasting human. with not overacting, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. like subtle subtle poses, like the one there's the one where she's outside a coffee shop in issue two that's there's like one pan I I think I posted on Twitter that's my favorite panel that she's just like sort of dejected. It's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin's a good uh, vehicle for that as well. <laughs> Kevin with his creepy neck tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come come in during the process? Was that just an idea that you threw out there, or who threw that idea? We're, we're just talking about recover Joker people, right? <laughs> and so you were like, "I'm gonna put, give him like a big goiter on his neck and." Put it <laughs> He's a cartoon character. You can't think about that literally. It's just the shape of his head. He's a pear. Don't think about it how it really works. It's just when he, when he tilts his head back, it's real creepy. Yeah. But yeah, the rest of the time, it's just shapes. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, that's about all the Twitter questions we got. And um, I, th I would say that was pretty good. Ryan, your podcast. I, you want to start over? I got one more question. I got yeah, one I'm going to let e Ethan do a nerd out se section. I mean, Wait, I could nerd out forever, but... I, got, I, got, oh, I can learn out forever, but my main question is that, Stephanie, you're, you're a Muay Thai fighter and hockey player, which is insane. Are you confident that you can beat up the whole comics industry, or is there one person that you would look at and you go, they might pose a threat to me? <laughs> like, do you want me to call somebody out? Like, are we going to have, yeah. like, yes. a... Yes. Especially if it's yes. Ryan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's, you could beat up Ryan. Uh, Ryan's got know. height on him. Ryan's Ryan's told you. And roundhouse kicks. Confidence. <laughs> 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 lacks confidence. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could, I, but I do. I, I really like writing the fight scenes with uh, with yeah. Riley because of that. That's super fun. Like you sometimes know. I feel like you write fight scenes that are like more subtle, but then I'm like. Uh, but they just get hit on the head with something big because it'll look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we need that. Uh, you know, I, I like that Harley's fight style is very much her personality. So every yeah. every person that I write, like, I want their fight style to match. And with Harley, you know, in issue two, we're going to have her, like, strangle somebody with a feather boa. And she's got a foam finger. Yeah. And it's like, how can we weaponize a foam finger? Like, that's <laughs> that's a cool, fun challenge. So, uh, Absolutely. yeah, I love that, I, I love that stuff. I, I have a question before we sign off. I like to know what's everybody reading. Mm. Oh. Mm. Uh, uh, I just read. Uh, go ahead. No, Ryan, you go ahead. <laughs> I'm reading. I don't know how to na say his name. The guy that wrote uh, Three Body Problem. I'm reading his short stories. Mm. I read Batman the Detective the other day, which Riley and I talked about. We both liked that quite a bit. Um, that was really good, yeah. Rereading Preacher, for some mm. reason, just Since felt when? like it. Uh, I don't know. I had started a reread, and I got up to like issue nineteen, and then I stopped. And oh, so that's when I, I always quit. It. I just that's picked I up at issue quit. twenty. Yeah. Right at the I, right I before it, the fill-in, I always quit at the fill-in. Yeah. yeah. And then, 
I guess I'm just going now because I'm enjoying that again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. You uh, guys hear about this crossover book? Because I say big thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have... Lame. Wait, so everybody go ahead and say what you're reading. Stephanie, I have one thing reading? I gotta get to after we, we talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just read the Batman Detective the other day also. I, I love mm -hmm. Tom Taylor and mm -hmm. uh, reading Tynan's Batman run and uh, the Catwoman run currently. James's is very good, I yeah. have to say. Um, Stephanie, have you heard of um, Marvel Comics at all? <laughs> she doesn't care can, you, for those. can you pronounce that again? Is that a, like a hard Mar e Marvel or? Comics? Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Marvel Comics, uh, I got a, a Marvel comic book sitting on my nightstand here that I haven't quite cracked yet. It's called uh, Spider Man Spider Shadow. It's written by some fucking uh. bloke, yeah. Chip Zdarsky, I think, who yeah. is a real piece of shit, so I don't really, I'm not looking trash? forward to it. If you, can, if you can get past it, it's a good book. Yeah, but if I, you can get I past the fact that it's why Chip. people can't get past it. Yeah. I, so, I, I have know. been reading the, the Tom King's Vision um, after mm. editing. Oh, that, that is so good. Like, I knew I read some of them, like, sporadically a while ago, but I just saw that they, I think it was Comixology Unlimited had, had all of it, and I was like, oh, well, we'll do that then. Um, so mm -hmm. that's really good. Absolutely. We recently did a book club episode with Donnie and Megan about that. Plug the show. It was a great episode. Plug the show. It's called Devil's Advocates Book Club. It's another show mm -hmm. on the Amazing Friends Podcast Network. Which is also home to a third show, the flagship show a of the network, show, Supple the Boys, show featuring the network. me. All right, well, now that you said even. that, you don't, you don't get to do your spiel at the end of the show. <laughs> Wait, does Kenny have a show? What about Kenny's show? Is that a part of the network? Kenny's, so it's funny you say that, right? you should ask, yeah. Just before we hit record on this episode, I was uh, getting uh, to some editing on the first installment of Kenny Porter's Quarterly Reporterly. Uh, which will be coming out in the, in the next, like, actually, you know, people are going to hear this episode and it will have been out for a couple of weeks already. And when they hear this episode, Kenny's graphic novel, Fearless, is likely either right on the cusp of coming out or is already out. Either way, we're going to have him back on here to be talking about that pretty soon. So I love uh, that it's called tuned. quarterly Fine. as if all of the other shows are not incredibly sporadic. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's going to be good. Um, Ryan, you had something to say. Before Wait, we Riley didn't tell us what no, he was reading. Riley, Riley had. Yeah, he did. Wait, uh, Riley. Uh, no, never mind. Go ahead. What am I reading? Uh, you asked this question. All right, Ethan, go. <laughs> Riley That's lost his me? turn. Oh, um, I'm, I'm really excited about the new Superman stuff right now. I like Stray Dogs. You guys read Stray Dogs? No, I read that? the first issue. Should I read the second one? I think so. Yeah, I think it's cool. Okay. The first the cliffhanger at the end of the first it was good. The first one was good. I just I don't know why. Yeah. I think I think maybe I was gonna trade weight it. I think check it out. And check okay. out Black Hammer about... Visions. Black Hammer Visions is sick. Hey, who wrote that one? Well, Black Hammer most, Visions that... is, is a different writer for each issue, so you got a Jeff Jones. Yeah, but in that there. but that most recent one. Who wrote that one? The most recent oh, the most recent one. Yeah, I haven't touched that one yet and it's I'm having a difficulty getting to it. Yeah, me too. Who is it? Mm. Was it Chip? Chip Zdarsky. <laughs> it always comes hey, back to him. Can I can I tell you what was a real breeze? A real action-packed romp was a Beta Ray Bill by Mr. Daniel Warren Johnson. God damn, it's good. It's so <laughs> good. It was so much better than King and Black. It's like it's the same thing. It gets to the point. And, you know, yeah. Are you making fun of King and Black right now? We oh, covered yeah. this with Chris Yost. Um, that it's actually much deeper than everybody thinks. And There's a lot going on, yeah. Yeah, so hood. people really need to decode all the meanings behind everything we did in that. Yeah, I do mm -hmm. have a plug per book. Okay. Who cares about all that? That's fine. It's just <laughs> a superhero okay. comic. Okay. It's just the action. Who cares? <laughs> Venom's got an axe. Yeah, if you he know what that axe awesome. means. It's got an axe, that's it. That's it done. means something special. Boring. <laughs> uh, Grant Morrison's new Grant Morrison's doing a book at Boom called Proctor Valley Road. Mm. Ethan, did you read it? Yes, what? I read Proctor it. Wow. Oh good, no, eh? I haven't yet. No, no. Ah, I, I fucking read something Ethan didn't. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and nonstop spy. I'm gonna let you have that moment. I read that too. 
Yeah. And uh, I will I, say, Proctor Valley Road seems like it's fun. I've only read the first issue, but I love the art. Um, and nonstop Spider-Man. Chris Bacello, 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 Bacello. Wow, I didn't get either of them right. Uh, he's the um, the guy drawing the covers is better than uh, Ryan at drawing Spider-Man. Oh. Finch. All right. <laughs> His name is Finch. We have a um, David Finch. We have a segment here. Um, Stephanie, do you have any affiliation with um, the Star Wars franchise? And if not, if not, before you answer that. Do you mind if Griffin and Ethan just talk at you about Star Wars for five minutes? <laughs> the fuck is this? Yeah. A new, yeah. new segment? New segment for every guest now? Okay. I have yeah. no affiliation. Um, oh, sure. Do you like Star right, we'll Wars? Just, we'll, yeah. just, we'll just tell you what we think about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, they think about it a lot. I have something lot. to tell you guys about Star Wars. I do have something to tell you about Star Wars. I was at the eye doctor the other day. And I'm okay. used to being around people who are generally know about Star Wars. And I was at the eye doctor, yeah. and there's this machine where there's these red lines in it that you're supposed to look at, and then like yeah. other lines, mm-hmm. yeah. and it looked like Luke's heads up display. Yeah. Mm. I'm looking at it, and the lady that's uh, helping me out, the technician, she's saying, "Can you see the thing?" And I was like, "Do you like Star Wars?" Because this kind of, and she just cuts me off. She's like, "I don't like Star Wars." Damn. <laughs> just like before I could get up. Nah, I don't like Star Wars. I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to bring up Star Wars. Anymore. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> she really doesn't like it, Riley. Well, the only reason dude. I brought that up, Stephanie, is because the uh, supple boys here, every episode somehow devolves into them talking to <laughs> our guests about Star Wars. Hey, so I'm well, actually glad our guests no are often involved I've got a little in Star droid. <laughs> There's a little droid in a my droid? room. Yeah, he's, uh, he's yeah. a remote control. Uh, one of those ones that Ooh. like I made him at Disney, where you just like pull all the Very parts cool. and put them together and uh so yeah cool. he he scares the cats but uh like i had one in grad school that i i took the uh took them apart and put a bluetooth speaker in so instead of like oh, in nice. in uh what parks and rec he's got dj roomba i would have bb8 roll down the hallway have oh, dj bb8 it was awesome <laughs> i'm the only one did you that. did you build it in um galaxy's edge the star yeah. wars park yep see it's pretty dope it's pretty hey, dope tell them what else have you did... been working on building you did what? Do you want to tell them what else you built recently? Oh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'm i building a cat house. Uh, see if I can share the picture. I'm, I'm building a cat house that is shaped like the bat cave. So the opening. No oh, that's fucking awesome. way. Fuck that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not like a very good woodworker, I've discovered. But uh, the opening <laughs> of it is, and it needs to be painted. But the opening is the uh, the bat logo. So I've been been working on it for like the last week in small increments as like a way to do something that is not writing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Cool. That's awesome. Cat bat cave. Yeah. Cat bat family. Very good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. The other day, this is just to talk real quick about that Star Wars thing at Disney World. Oh, oh my that's God. so that's dope. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> Will, so the the inside's yellow. We'll have to tweet that so we can put it up with the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, we weren't, so we weren't even going to talk Wars. Star Wars, and then you invoked <laughs> You did it. this, this Ryan. Fall, you yeah. did this. I think that we should just let this be a segment. I mean, you guys, look how happy you guys are right now. <laughs> He's right. He's right. It's the only joy I'm I ever feel. I'm giving you guys a gift. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Thank you, Comics Dad. Okay, you were saying something, Ryan Stegman. Oh, I was just going to say about the Star Wars at Disney, the Star Wars yeah. area at Disney World. My kids are going to... to stop just Riley! Stop drawing, Riley. Stop that was so loud, it was crazy. <laughs> it was uh, my kids are going to Disney World with their grandma and nice. my wife. And they were texting, and I was on the text, and uh, Aaron said, oh, they probably won't care if uh, they don't go to the Star Wars at, thing at Disney World. And I got on the text. I'm not even going. And I was like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> they will be devastated if they don't go to the, the Star Wars world. What are you talking about? And she was she just kind of like, I think she was just, had just decided, I don't care, so they don't care. <laughs> but I called her out well, and made it happen. I'll say, like, in Hollywood Studios, you know, there's some cool stuff in Hollywood Studios. Toy Story is cool, but I don't know. If you're going to Hollywood Studios, you're going to Star Wars. Like, that's what you're yeah. going there for. So You know what? I was supposed to be there right now. My honeymoon was hmm. supposed to be this week. And then because of the pandemic, it's now a year from now. <laughs> and the, 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 because of the pandemic, your, your fiancé left you. 
Yeah, Isn't yeah, that yeah, funny? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trip he's talking about next year is just with me and Ethan. We're going on our own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't cancel the reservation, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going instead, and it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Um, well, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Uh, Stephanie, Riley, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you yeah. for the work you're yes, doing thank on Harley Quinn. Really Fantastic time. Issues one and two are out on shelves right now, folks. Go oh, check yeah, them out. Um, in the future. Stephanie, Riley, do you guys have anything you want to say to the folks before we leave it off? No, I don't think so. Think, no. Thanks for having Riley, us on. Riley, say your catchphrase. Say your catchphrase, Riley. There's a catchphrase. Yeah, what's your yeah. catchphrase? Riley, what's uh, your catchphrase? It's like, uh, it. my name is say Riley it. Rosmo, and I'm here to say. Oh, my name is Riley Rosmo, and I'm here to say. Tune in next week or every day. <laughs> Perfect. That was beautiful. That was awesome. I like that. Why don't we do it every time? Why don't we have you on just for the end of the episode every time? End of the call at the end of every episode just to do that. I'm down. I'm down. Well, thanks, guys. He's so sorry. We already talked about. We already talked about the other shows on the network. We're not allowed to do it anymore. You can check it all out at SheridanandSmith.com. There's also a Patreon there because Ethan and I are sad and poor. Uh, so please visit mm-hmm. that. Um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We should read some Apple reviews sometime soon, Ryan. I know a lot of people are telling us how they poop in, in the reviews, so we got to get to that so we can get the actual demographics. <laughs> of how they wipe. That's what they talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh... At Stegman Show on Twitter, it's going to be the best. Ryan retweets all the tweets that we put out, so it's a good time every for time. everyone involved. Yeah. Every time. He does it every time. Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> I'm very good at this. Ryan, do you have anything to say to all of your loyal listeners? Um, glad to be Possibly. back. Oh, wait, but they, they probably think we're back because we, they're putting yeah, out the other they're, 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 it's like two episodes um, deep already in being just back, throwing your catchphrase yeah catch oh yeah quit your job chase your dreams yeah okay. that's all i've got we'll do we'll <laughs> i did get, a whole song we'll that was right. really embarrassing yeah, yeah you oh, can even really do this normally can, i go i do death metal like quit your job chase your dreams much better mm-hmm. much better awesome well guys thanks so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time. Mm, Stay amazing, friends. Not a catchphrase. That's the third catchphrase of the show. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan, and did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit.